0: Today is Friday, June 23rd, 2023, and you're listening to the Ask a Christian Podcast. I'm your host, Nate. So today, let's talk about some emotional health and well-being, because that's where I shine. Um, Anyways, so someone has some questions about that and how to deal with people and how to talk to people. Then we talk about who raised Jesus from the dead, right? Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you believe God raised Jesus from the dead, but Jesus and John, I believe, Matthew or John, says... uh, he lays down his life and he has the authority to raise it up again and then i think someone else uh, mentioned another passage that talks about the holy spirit raising him or at least that was the case they were making so who actually raised jesus from the dead if you're just like yeah jesus is god not a problem hand wave it away but for the uh, more litigious among us we go into detail when we get back to isaiah thirty-three ten, um where a great point is made to uh what like hundreds or maybe a thousand at least hundreds of years before jesus uh, showed up and died on the cross And then we talk about for the remainder of the day and probably into the evening, can Jesus sin? So does Jesus, by the way, no one's saying Jesus sins. It's can Jesus sin if he wanted to, but he will not want to, that's why he doesn't sin. Or he is absolutely powerless to sin. Which one of those is it? Because everyone in this discussion is of the mind Jesus does not sin. Is it because he does not want to sin or because he cannot sin? We chat about that. So, if you'd like to share this link, that would be super awesome. If you'd like to grab some merchandise, grab a t-shirt or coffee cup from the Ask a Christian store, support this thing. Or click on the donate link and keep us going, sharing the gospel with people on the internet. And check out the Ask a Christian book available on Amazon. It will not be free to read on Kindle Unlimited much longer. So, go ahead and grab your copy now, if you have Kindle Unlimited, while it is free. Um, and have an awesome weekend.
1: Happy Friday right so we, I mean, right. we will look for patterns and things well i mean yeah, it's pretty hard good. to miss that pattern in,
2: in graphic design if you are you know you have to be careful about things like that because a bunch of right angles together that can be arranged a certain way will always do that right or you know, so that's if you actually uh are educated in how visual phenomena work you know to not you know to watch out for that kind of thing so I don't know if we're being punked as much as it's just, like, thoughtless design.
0: I yeah, I mean, so, I mean, are we saying, like, the design, like, I mean, that's interesting. Is there a way to Google that? Is there a way to find out who, like, the designer or designers are who, who came up with the the new trans part of the LGBT oh, and... flag? Yeah. Because um, I-, I wonder if we can, like, look into their history a little bit and find out, like, if it was just, like, thoughtless, like, they're not an artist, they don't have any degrees in this, and, you know, it was just a happy accident that it turns into a Nazi flag.
1: I don't know if I like, call that a like, happy accident, but... Um,
0: yeah. <laughs> an unplanned, unintentional thing yeah. um, versus someone that's like totally an art major and, you know, they had a subtle, subtle, nefarious plan and they're like, yes, we're going to do this and make it like pro-trans. And then uh, if you put four of them back to back, it turns into a Nazi symbol. Like, yeah. That's an interesting... Uh,
1: On a different note, yeah. Nate, you may want to change that before somebody... Uh...
0: <laughs> oh, I did refresh. Oh, okay. But, uh, oh, there we go. Yeah,
1: okay. um, yeah interesting. <laughs> interesting oh something I just wanted to kind of say um, and hopefully this is you know this is taken in the manner in which it's intended um, I know I'm pretty sure you're all familiar with, uh, with uh, Edwin uh, yes yeah so I was chatting with him this morning and uh, he's he's having he's having a rough go so maybe if uh, you know depending on how close you may be to him if you want to maybe reach out just give him some words of encouragement. Uh, he was, he's having, he's having a rough go. I don't want to, I don't want, it's not my story to share, but he's having a rough go this morning. Oh, well, I, I will do Is he that. okay? I, 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 I think he's okay. Like I, 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 spoke with him for about 20 minutes or so and then I had to go and I felt like garbage for having to leave. Um, and then I refreshed the app and he didn't seem like he was there, but I, I sent him a message. Um, I, I don't think he's in danger if that's what you're asking, but, um, he, he sounded like he was just having a rough time but I I don't want to share. Like he, he shared the details with me. It's not my story to share, so I won't share it, but, um, maybe just, yeah. You know, if, if you, if you know him, reach out to him and just offer him some words of encouragement, it might be, might be helpful.
2: He's a good guy. He tends to be pretty, I mean, everyone loves Ed but he tends to be pretty open about mental health and physical health and struggles. So yeah, if we see him, we'll, we'll ask him what's up and how we can pray.
1: Thanks, Mike. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think we should just take over from where we left off yesterday, CEOs here, Nate. So you should just, oh, find, oh, oh, oh. You should just find a hammer. <laughs> I
0: actually had a question for you, Michael. Give me one second. Let me send this message to Edwin real fast. Let's see.
2: Mm. Wait, Nate, are you actually going to ask how someone is? What if, what if you have to get emotionally involved?
0: Oh no! Let's roleplay this, uh, Steph. Uh, Michael told me you were talk. Uh, you guys were talking, and um, you seemed a little down. Uh, so I'm just checking in on that. What do you think about that? All right, let's roleplay this.
2: Oh, Nate. Uh, okay, this is me, not Edwin. Okay, I'm not making fun of Ed. I- I'm giving Nate some exposure therapy here. Uh, oh, Nate, my life is so hard. I'm so sad. I'm crying right now. Please, I just. Can you? Can you help me? I want you to hear everything that's making me.
0: Sure, I will listen.
3: Really?
0: Ah, ah. Well, yeah. I mean, That's I think it's, it's, not like I, it's not like I. It's not like I. It's not like I run from the thing. It's like instead of being like, "Oh yes, let me hold you. Yes, I will comfort you. Let me console you." I'm like, "Speak your piece." Steph, were you <laughs> so expecting if, him to say no? Just imagine no? It, just if Mister Data was your uh, like therapist. Oh, I was thinking <laughs> like, more than along the line. He's not, gonna, like, he's not gonna. put. He's not gonna put out of the office sign up, but he'll just be like. Tell me your trouble. No, oh, I think it's I more along the
1: lines of Mr. Spock, not Mr. Data. <laughs> 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 okay, maybe I'm not a truckie
2: I was imagining you. Uh, we're going to be very allergic to that, so I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Oh no, I'm, I'm allergic
0: to the emotional feels of it. Um, you know, so I I, I don't like all the the weepy stuff. It weirds me out a little bit. Um, because apparently I'm a, you know, emotionalist robot. A Vulcan. But I mean, I can. But I mean, I can. Yeah. But I mean, I can still like you know, offer. Responses. I'm just not going to get all weepy and emotional. Probably.
2: That's fair. I wish I was that emotionally (laughs) healthy, honestly.
0: Okay. Emotional unhealthy? Is that what you said?
2: I wish I was that emotionally healthy. You know, just
0: like. Oh, I I probably have some deep seated trouble. Like uh, they'd probably say this is not emotionally (laughs) healthy. Like I'm too, way too repressed. I'm just going to like explode in a ball of tears at some point or something. From like this probably goes back to my mom not letting me have a cat and killing my goldfish when I was five.
1: Nate, Nate, I'd like you to introduce you to my couch. Um, <laughs> uh, what, what was your What was your question you had for me?
0: My question for all y'all. as talking to CEO a little bit about this. Like, I, I've long wanted, and one of my other friends, like I thought was long lost to Google Plus, um, they, they, I, I found, I, I ran into them somehow on the tubes of the internet recently, and um, they're still doing this thing on Streamyard. I, I don't like Streamyard, but I, I like what they're doing. Like, it's long been a hope of mine. To get people who have decent microphones and aren't scared of showing their mugs on camera to have uh, you know these discussions, but like a little bit more of an elevated level for you know people who want to watch, even if they get to see my ugly mug. Um, anyway, so Michael, I was going to ask. I know you do a podcast. Do you all only do audio, or do you do video, or would you or anyone else mind um, you know waiting these waters because it just seems like a more immersive experience for everyone. If people's bright, shiny faces are on camera and they're having a real conversation instead of like, you know, avatars talking or Jesus holding a gun or something crazy like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I go on other people's YouTube fairly regularly to have discussions. And one of the uh, I've I've been on, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the platform, Modern Day Debate. Um, I'm not. Um, James Coons, uh, who's a nice, nice guy. He's a Christian. Um, uh, he's he's hosted me, I don't know, half a dozen times. Uh, or so. And, uh, one of his requirements is like, cause he, he, he craves the face. So they remember when you came on the podcast and, you know, it's, it's audio only. Right. But I like this. I, I also like the social interaction. That's why I use the camera. It, it's, it's not going up for the broadcast, but I want to, I want to, I want to connect with someone on a human level. And you do that much more better when you can see, when you can see the individual, right. Because 80% of our communication is nonverbal. Um, and that, and that's why I feel sometimes so much is lost on this app, because you have to be very careful with tone. Like I am, I'm one of the most sarcastic people you'll ever meet, um, and I, and I have to, I have to, I have to, um, to use that carefully here, because because people can't see me make a facial expression and be like, Hey, I'm joking. Right. I'm just being sarcastic. Um, and people can't see that here. And so I think a lot is lost in that. So yeah, I'll, I'll take part in whatever. Yeah. Well, awesome. Anyways, uh, keep that platform in
2: mind. Are you proposing?
0: Oh, I don't care about the platform. Like I figured because, uh, like, I figured maybe it would, uh, um, okay. So maybe like YouTube live, like, I want to, I have to wade through some tech stuff, but I think like, YouTube live, like on my YouTube channel where, you know, people can, you know, watch and comment and you can see the comments pop up kind of like chat for here. Um, but I, th- I think I would try to record it on like discord. So uh, I, yeah, technically speaking, if it works, I, I think like discord cause they want you use audio and video. So I would capture it there with my recording software and then just live stream it to YouTube. So if you wanted to join, you know, to participate, it would be on discord. If you just wanted to watch and, You know, chat how much God sucks, and you also don't believe in him, and you hate all of us. um, You would do that on YouTube.
1: You mean you're going to make me use Discord? I never use Discord. Oh,
2: Discord. I can't think of
0: Yeah, I mean, I can't think of another free way. I mean, Streamyard—it's like free for two hours a month. I'm like, seriously, I do that in a day. Um, Otherwise, you got to pay, and I'm like, well, (laughs) it takes money to pay. Um, So I I think I can accomplish the same thing on Discord with uh, OBS, the Open Broadcast Software. Yeah. Um, so, I, I think I can do it free. So, yes, um, you know, if you wouldn't mind uh, Discord. Suppose. You can join the Ask a Christian. Ooh, Steph, do you have that address? Or maybe uh, I can yes, find it.
2: I actually have it, but I realized I need a green bean.
0: Oh. Okay.
2: I mean, Here's a bean
0: of the green. Yeah.
2: Alright, I'll change this.
0: Alright, yeah, so anyone interested can join our Discord server where there is sure. mostly just a bunch of memes that are like somewhat appropriate for Christian discussions?
1: Oh, speaking of memes, I, uh, I, uh, I lost my temper yesterday, Nate. Uh-oh. Yep. Um, so I had posted, um, I posted, I posted to Facebook basically because there were a lot of, remember I was chatting about how, you know, yesterday about how there were, you know, people in the process of, you know, either dying or they were already dead in this, Uh right? And I got a bunch of you know, very um, un, un, uh, unempathetic uh, responses. And so yesterday afternoon when the U.S. Coast Guard had their press conference reported that they'd found debris and, and declared the occupants deceased, um, I posted again to Facebook saying, you know, this is what the U.S. Coast Guard has found. Ho- you know, hope you enjoyed those memes. Um, and a few absolute, uh, insert expletive here, um, people actually posted memes to that uh, post, like commented memes to that post. So I lost my proverbial. And uh, I think I deleted 150 people last night. Um, <laughs> wow, you're kidding. Yeah, yeah. Like it was just, it was ridiculous. And, the, and then I, I just deleted comments and stuff like that. It was you just darn it was pulled I, Thanos. it Thanos. It, it was so ridiculous. And I'm like, you people are supposed to be, you know, like, like you're supposed to be better than this. It it made me, uh, you know, and especially like on the heels, like it was, you know, the day after, you know, world humanist day. And I'm like, you people are supposed to be better than this. I'm disgusted by this. Um, And like, there was one person who posted a picture of uh, like, not of the Titan submarine, but like of, of another, of a kind of one of its kin kind of thing with a picture of George Floyd on the front of it. And I'm like, I think I saw that one. I'm like, you're disgusting. Um, I don't want to have anything to do with with human garbage like you. And I was just so it was very it was very upsetting. Anyway, that's yeah, I lost it. Yes.
0: Well, um, glad you're doing better today.
1: Okay, so so oh, he's on the phone. I was going to say back to our theolo- our philosophical. Discussion.
4: Uh.
1: <laughs> um, I I I did. Uh, Chris sent me an article yesterday from uh, from uh, uh, Rob Mullins on the immutability of God, and it was it, it was actually not not a bad article to read. There was only it was only about seven pages long. It wasn't a paper really, just an article, and so I I read that and it was it was interesting and it was I mean it 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 comes from the the Logos website right, which is obviously you know theological in nature. But uh, it, it was interesting, and it really, um, if when, he, when he gets here, I'm sure he'll be here at some point, he should reshare it to everybody else. Because I think from a, theo- from a theological perspective, it was interesting, and it was easily reconcilable with Christian beliefs. Um, referring to um, Malachi, where it says God doesn't change, so it wasn't hard to, oh, here he is, look at, speak of the devil, and he shall appear. Um, so yeah, it was, it was an interesting article. Chris, get up here. I was just talking about you.
5: Yeah, you just called him the devil.
1: Well, he is kind of. I mean, it's Chris we're talking about here.
6: I mean, all Calvinists are the devil, so. right. No, just the elect. So uh, Good say, morning, I'm guys.
2: Sorry, my phone's in my pocket. What
6: you say? Oh, I just said all Calvinists are the devil, right, Steph? I just the elect of Calvinists.
2: I would say most. I'm not sure all. <laughs> I mean, what does all mean, right? Does all mean all?
0: Oh, right. it does. Wait, you You guys hear me, right? <laughs> you you know? Know. I had to leave and come back. That was weird. I was trying to say, Albie, yeah, I, I say, saying, welcome, Father Chris. Good
5: morning, guys. And uh, Albie,
0: yeah, I, I heard some of the replay yesterday. Yeah, thanks for running this thing. I didn't hear it all, because it's like six hours long. But um, yeah, I heard a little bit of the ending, so yeah, thanks. thanks for... Man, I, the sometimes I, sometimes yeah. I
7: feel like I I wish you didn't hear it. You know what I mean because like when I when I'm out in this room it's not my room it's your room so I got to try to you know be on my best behavior.
0: You will never like... do a worse job than Chris.
1: Hey, <laughs> come on. Yeah, I'll be I'll be. Hey. You,
0: Chris. Not because Chris can't because Chris won't. He lets his temper get the better of him sometimes.
1: Sometimes uh, but he's working on that right now. Not all Chris... the time. All doesn't mean all. <laughs>
2: all, uh, all doesn't mean
1: all. Albie you couldn't possibly do a worse job than I do when Nate mods me sometimes um, <laughs> Michael
2: you do a great job when you guess mod in this room it's I'm
0: gonna have to say the last time Michael you did a pretty good job
1: yeah well I, I, I pat him back only a foot away from a kick in the ass so I'll take that Ma, um, Michael,
7: Michael's the type of guy that to keep Christians in check because uh, he outshines us in his uh, attitude and That's the way hell he hell carries hell. himself. So,
1: <laughs> if, <laughs> if you, you keep swelling my head trying. like that, I won't be able to get out my door. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, Chris, what I was saying is, I, I read that uh, quick little article you sent me by um, um, uh, R. Mullins uh, yesterday. It was it was it was yeah. interesting to read. And what I had said was, is that from a you know from a theological perspective, if you reference it you know to the immutability based on you know like Malachi three and stuff like that, it's not. Yeah, I, I think it's a decent article for the intended audience. Maybe that's the most fair thing to say.
6: Yeah, he. I mean, he writes to a fairly narrow audience. I mean, it's like seven academics in the field. <laughs> so, so his popular blog is kind of fun. All right, what you want
5: to know, Alby? I can hip you out now. I got a few minutes.
6: Hmm. Yeah, Alby, we got Wait, the Unibobber here. I have a question
2: here. for Bob. Bob posted in the chat earlier. That Jesus was saved by God, and I'm now worried about that.
6: Yeah, Bob, who raised Jesus from the dead?
5: I asked Albie, he 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 might know.
0: If you and looked if in if you looked in the Bible, I always thought it was the Father of Him that raised Him from the dead. But if we went to another part in the Bible. Jesus says, "Destroy this temple in three days; I will raise it." And he was speaking about the temple of his body. So we know that Jesus raised his body. But then we can go to Acts, and we see that it was the Holy Spirit that raised Jesus. So, which which person was the one that raised Jesus, Bob?
1: Well, there, there's another verse too, where where the Bible says that you know I uh, were apparently just be. you know I lay my life down, you know I'm it, I, uh, I lay my life down, and I have the power to break to take yeah. it up again. Yeah, that's John
7: ten be. seventeen to nineteen. Also, one of my favorites. If somebody wants to pull it up, it's uh, Isaiah thirty three verse five. All right, here I'll pull it up really, really quick. Ooh, it's
0: one of those Bible quizzes where everyone races first? I See did. what you're missing,
1: Michael? I didn't, need to, I didn't need to race. I had that right on the tip of my tongue. Dude, right, my I, son
6: dominated the Bible.
5: You want me the question?
7: Uh, I, uh, Isaiah 33:10 says, now I will rise, says Yahweh. Now I will be exalted. Now I will lift myself up. And the context, if I break it down, it's, uh, it's quite amazing. But yeah, so now I will rise, says Yahweh. Now I will be exalted. Now I will lift myself.
1: Okay, Bob Break it down a little bit. Bob, drop the bomb. Who who raised Jesus? Well hang on. I, I, before
0: Bob gives some heresy, I, I I'm actually interested in a little bit to hear Albie's breaking down maybe for a little bit. Albie, uh, Albie can't break it down. Don't don't waste your time. <laughs> All
7: right. So in, in Luke, uh in Luke twenty two, I believe it's fifty three, one second. Yeah, 53, when I was with you daily in the temple, you did not try to seize me, but this is your hour and the power of darkness. So the next three days, he's going to be in the tomb. The light will be uh, in the tomb, right? So when we're looking at Isaiah 33, it's um, the valiant ones, those who are... Actually, his disciples, even though it says ambassadors of peace, right? They mourn over him during this time. And it says in verse 5, Yahweh is exalted for he dwells on high. He has filled Zion with justice and righteousness. Wisdom and knowledge will be the stability of your times and the strength of salvation. The fear of Yahweh is his treasure. But surely their valiant ones shall cry outside. The ambassadors of peace shall weep. Bitterly. The highways lie waste. The traveling man ceases. He has broken the covenant. He has despised the cities. He regards no man. The earth mourns and languishes. Lebanon is shamed and shriveled. Sharon is like a wilderness. And Bashan and Carmel shake off their fruits. Now I will rise, says Yahweh. Now I will be exalted. Now I will lift myself up. And then it goes on to uh, speak about, you shall conceive the shaft, you shall bring forth stubble. And that's kind of what uh, John the Baptist was talking about in Matthew chapter 3, verse 11 and on, where Christ is going to come and baptize in the Spirit and in fire. And the baptism of fire is a baptism of judgment. The wheat will be gathered to the barn by virtue of being born of the Spirit, and the shaft will be burned with unquenchable fire. And Luke 4, I'm sorry, Revelation 14, 9 through 11 says that those in the lake of fire um, will be burning in the presence of the Lamb and the Holy Angel. Sorry for the short breakdown. I just didn't want to take up uh, too much time.
0: Well, thank you for that, Albie. Now let's counter, uh, counter that. Good Christian spiel with uh, whatever Unibob has to say. <laughs> Welcome, Bob. Well,
2: Bobber. All
0: right. all
5: right. Yeah, who 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 hit me with Bobber yesterday? Anyway, I think Bobby okay. coined
0: that. Hey, <laughs> hey, I coined it. Oh, yeah, okay. It was... To be fair, all I right. think I said Unibob, and then you guys took it to Bobber.
5: I don't know how y'all if did it. Did it was a group effort yeah.
2: group
0: effort.
6: Who, me? Well I'm I'm Bob the Builder, okay. No, I'm Bob Bob, the... Bubby wouldn't know who the Unibom oh. is. He was like <laughs> he was like minus fifteen glimmer in his parents' eye before the unibomber was there.
2: I only knew who that was because there was a meme that went out about it this week, so
0: about the crazy stuff that you used to believe about the government that he said, yeah. and now you're like, hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it was
2: that meme I said. Right. <laughs> I was like, maybe I should look
7: up even. Watch the miniseries on Netflix. It's amazing.
0: All right, Bob. We've kept people waiting long enough. What have you got? Who raised Jesus from the dead?
5: Uh, let's see. When he died, he said, Father, wasn't it something like, into thy hands I commit? And, uh, I'm going to go with the spirit raised Jesus from the dead, okay?
0: Is that your final
6: answer, Bob?
5: Yeah, the final answer. The spirit. Do you need a phone a friend? I don't need the phone Y'all a friend. You do don't want to do a 50
6: 50,
0: do you, Bob? Nope. I got it. I got that right. one nailed down. Well, that's his answer. Freedom, what do you think? <laughs> or do you have something else to say, Freedom? 33.3%.
7: Oh,
8: sorry. No, it's okay.
2: <laughs> Good,
8: brother. Uh, no, I, I just joined the room, so I really don't know like everything y'all talked about. But I do just want to say that Alby, I just listened to your uh, uh to that um challenge from uh, Altazar, what's his name that you had, and you sent me last night the link. Man, you shredded that dude. But anyway, that that's all I wanted to say.
0: All right, well, let us know if you have anything else to say, Alby. You were thinking about to respond to Unibob or whatever.
7: Well... If uh, we believed in tritheism, you'd be partially there, Bob.
5: Yeah, but you probably believe in Calvinism, so that's going to probably get you away from
1: <laughs> Well, actually. Yeah, Albie.
2: Couldn't you actually. actually that no, Calvinist? No. Well,
1: no. Okay, so here's a question. Here's a genuine question. Couldn't you say um, and be universally correct if you just say, god raised jesus from the dead yes
0: because well, the, then people will confuse that like a satanic need they're like see it says god not jesus jesus is not god and then we're like jesus is god and so we go but yes you would be correct just like romans 10 9 10 if you believe god raised jesus from the dead and confess his <laughs> lord you will be saved see that says god raised jesus why didn't it just say jesus raised jesus well jesus already says jesus has the authority to raise jesus so you got to read the whole bible and either it's like a schizophrenic convoluted thing that the authors couldn't – and the editors and the people that compiled the Bible apparently had no no idea. They're like, no, this is great, and just overlooked all these contradictions. Or they're like, yes, this makes perfect sense. Jesus has the authority to lay down his life and pick it up. God raised Jesus from the dead. Jesus is God. Yes, this is all going in the Bible. Um, so it's one of those two things. And
1: yeah. It so, just seems so really in, hard for
0: us that people would be that bad at their jobs. I, I, so I, in, in I in somewhat, ideally though, though Michael, degree
7: of, sorry, go ahead. Re, oh, sorry. Uh, just to answer, I, ideally, um, in regards to like what Nate would say, we'd have no problem with that because we know what Nate would mean. Um, uh, but the Bible predominantly, predominantly, uh, uses God as the one who raised them from the dead, uh, referring to the Father. Every, as a matter of fact, every single time god is used in uh, resurrecting christ it's reference to the father and predominantly uh the way the new testament was written the father is predominantly called god and christ is predominantly called lord and that's uh you know a lot of people a lot of anti trinitarians misunderstand this but it's simply in reference to the shema and to show distinction between the persons but um but yeah
1: yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not a problem for me, like, to reconcile. Like, wh- wh- I, when I was a Christian, I was a Trinitarian, so it wasn't a big deal for me at the time. Um, I mean, but I guess the biggest question, here comes the first grenade. I mean, Bob, I see this stuff as just all made up. How am I getting this more right than you are?
7: Same uh, reason Bob ba- uh, Bargerman gets, I mean, you should see his exegesis. He does a beautiful job on interpreting the Bible,
5: I'll tell you. Well. Some people just get it right. Sometimes, you know, you hit, you hit so many things. You got to hit something right. Sometimes, I mean, Albie and, and them uh, Calvinists. <laughs> them,
2: Albie's them not trin- a Calvinist. How,
5: how am I the leader no, of the really Calvinists? I'm the, the leader, leader of the pack now. Is, the trin- is the, the, the Trinitarians. The Trinitarians
0: are the ones that's in trouble. Bob, is every Bob? Is everybody who is not a Unitarian a Calvinist in your eyes? I think it's yes. I think. I don't right. know if if the, if they're not Unitarians, everyone is a Calvinist.
5: That's kind of like all. I don't know about all. I don't know everybody. So
6: uh, See, the beauty know, of it, Nate, like
0: ninety percent of the people he calls Calvinists are not.
6: So, so the beauty of it, Nate, is that in a hundred years, all of us will be Calvinists because
5: yeah. then you'll have the direct Aww. revelation.
3: <laughs>
2: hey, Bob. Am I a Calvinist?
5: Yeah, you tell me. You know more
6: about you than
2: priestess. I do. No, I'm curious if uh, you perceive me as a Calvinist.
6: Yeah, you're a future Calvinist. <laughs>
2: there
6: you go.
5: You, you Evidently, you're not Calvinist. I heard the man say so.
2: See, he oh, doesn't so know
0: Chris, what's in your mind. He so only Father knows what's in it? So whoever Father Chris says is a Calvinist, that's what makes him a Calvinist?
6: Yes, I am the final arbiter of truth.
1: What, what what I try yeah. to do is I just ask the person what they believe, and then you can pretty you can get a pretty good idea of what they believe when they tell you. Yeah, but that's no, I know, fun. that's a, that's
0: a crazy thought, right? Well, hey, brother, what's up?
1: Well, wait more a minute. Great, the other great. day, <laughs> just kidding. We
2: had, we had someone who Nate asked what they thought my belief was based on my picture, and they said that I was an Eastern philosophy like yogi, so. You know, sometimes that's fun to ask. Okay, go
0: ahead. <laughs> I mean, it was really close. What's up, brother?
3: Well, Grace, Nate.
0: You came to stage. Anything on mine? Question, comment?
3: I'm pretty sure yes. if I ask a few questions, you guys are probably different answers and... I don't ultimately want to get kicked for having a different answer. Oh man, come on. They leave me up here. I think, I think mean... you're
1: pretty safe. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we I got
6: I... is one of our good friends, so we'll, we'll be okay. We're. we're well, I mean, we're we
0: have,
1: we have
6: one fixed.
0: of the, we have one of the strongest thresholds for kicking people. You'll, uh, you'll find a clubhouse. That being said, someone managed to do it yesterday. <laughs> so we'll see. I mean, you know, if you're completely crazy, then that may happen, but let's, let's see. Oh, I mean, brother, they're... just
7: brother, just remember, never be ashamed to uh, proclaim the Christ in which you serve and love, even though it's not the Christ that, you know. uh, But nevertheless, though, always be bold for your beliefs, right? No matter what people kick you, who cares, dude, right? Even though you hold to oneness theology, but just remember the point is always be bold for what you believe in and don't let anybody dictate how you will react when it comes to your convictions and your beliefs, unless you're wrong, or unless no, we're I'm wrong. wrong.
3: <laughs> I was great. Uh, say, yeah, like, unless I'm wrong in in to the scripture. Yeah, or I'm, or we're it.
7: wrong. May we all be humble to the scriptures, right? Amen. So, so go ahead, friend.
3: Uh, yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, one question that I. I I would love to ask is, you know, even though the Bible tells us that Adam was good when he was created, why do we believe uh, Adam was holy when he was created? I mean, if the scriptures does not declare that, even in its proper interpretation, when you translate the scriptures to its original text, Why could it possibly be indoctrination that will constantly or consistently allow us to uh, hold to the belief that Adam was holy when, in fact, uh, there's a strong possibility according to the scriptures and a lot of things that were created similar like Adam was from God apart from the image of God, that were, in fact, unholy.
0: Yeah, who wants that? My I'm go. just wondering how when God says something is good, therefore it means it's unholy.
8: What is unholy and what is holy? I think that's where what this we- is leading. Hey, well, I'll tell
5: you what, let's uh, listen.
3: listen. Well, well, I just didn't want us to just assume good meant holy. That's all, you know what I mean? Because well, there's, a, like, I I really do have valid mm-hmm. reasons to asking this. Like, here's one reason, right? Mm-hmm. Did you notice that everything that God created, right, far as animals, the flesh, uh, even the days he blessed, or the Sabbath day he blessed, He blessed certain things, including Adam and Eve, but he only sanctified one thing in the the seventh day, and that was the seventh day. It was Genesis 2 1 and 3. And we do know that sanctification or consecration is holiness in a sense if it's being done by God. So Yeah, that never happened. Do you know what
6: holiness means?
3: I have a good idea.
6: Okay, lay it on us.
3: To To me, holiness is to be without sin. But, however, it's not only to be without sin. It's also from a perspective to be sanctified according to God.
0: So let me take a stab at this. Um, that's what it means to you, um, to God in the Bible. It means, just means set apart. Like, you know, he wants to, his people, like I may be wrong, correct me or I'll be, but isn't there something, maybe it's a nah. people, but nah, is says, it right. you know, he, he, wants the, he, he wants the people, Hey, hang on. He wants the people to be uh, like a holy people, like set apart. So, I mean, if that's true of the Israelites, how he wants them to be a holy set apart people, they certainly sin plenty. So um, biblically speaking, holiness would not mean sinless. Um, yeah, yeah, but I,
3: I said, I said, I said, not only that, but I also included sanctified, sanctified. Well, yeah, so well, I'm, yeah, I'm not saying that holiness is, is sinless. What I'm saying is holiness is not just sinless. It's also sinless and sanctified or what, like you say, consecrated to the Lord. Right.
0: But I'm saying, I'm saying the Bible would disagree with you. Like the, like if some let me back up. If the Bible, this is predicated on if I'm right, I think I'm right, it either says like peculiar people and or holy people. So assuming that God, that I'm right and you know God says, the Bible says he wants that his people to be a holy people, a set-apart people, then that does not mean they are sinless. Because if he calls them holy and they still sin a lot, being holy cannot mean sin uh, not sinning because they sinned, and yet God says holy, which holy just means set apart
7: exactly and we see the we see the apostles as well <clears throat> in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 5 they're called holy apostles right but we know that they need a redemption um you know we, we also know that Peter says in uh first Peter chapter 1 verse 16 that it is written be holy because I am holy and that simply means uh be be set apart you know from the rest of the uh, creation, which influences darkness, right? So if you're going to be light, walk in the light, not in darkness. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, yeah, I, I completely get you guys, but I, we're, we're running into a problem. Right? Here's the problem that we're running into.
0: Right? No, you're saying what the Bible doesn't say—that's the problem.
3: I'm saying what the Bible does not say. Yes. Which is which is what? You're
0: saying holiness is sinless
3: no no I, I made it clear that I, that's not what well, I made it clear that that is not the bottom line at what I'm saying
0: well, well hang, on, hang on that's the thing you're saying it's not only that and I'm saying it is not even that that's the thing you're saying not only does holiness say it's not uh, not sinning and being being free of sin but it also means this other stuff and I'm saying no 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 thats that's the thing I'm saying holiness does not mean sinless you're saying holiness means sinless plus other stuff i'm saying the Bible says holiness is not sinless. you see that we're, we're starting kind of near the same place and then we're running the opposite direction
3: yeah i'm the, the reason why we're running in the opposite direction is what are you saying
0: all right father chris you're up okay all right so in
6: the back chat I posted a link, and I think that the main thing here that and and I think that there was a discussion in another room earlier this morning. Is that right? About how Adam was created.
0: I mean, I sure don't know. I, was I mean,
6: to... I I was there. I know there was. Oh, I was just wondering oh. <laughs> if he was there. Oh, yes, yeah, because yeah, absolutely. because
3: absolutely. because it's weird. Because the only reason I'm saying that is it's weird because if you're saying that holiness is not sinless, well, tr- truthfully. Mm-hmm. It's weird that you're saying that because you're not 100% holy. And I get I get you do have the scriptures, but we got to understand something. Yeah, people who God has called holy, for an example, the apostles, like the example that Albie gave, who have indulged or involved in sin and have fell short of the glory by way of sin. That's me saying that they're sinless. Is not me saying that they're without sin. I'm saying they're sinless, as in the perspective of how God sees them. And yeah, if God calls a position. holy, and now hold on, position. wait, I, I, I'm I'm not finished. <clears throat> a holy apostle is a is a believer that is sanctified for the purpose of God. And if God calls him holy, I'm pretty sure he sees him as sinless as well. I'm pretty well, sure that. I'm
0: well,
6: pretty okay. sure <clears throat> – We're well, blameless we've, we've,
3: if that makes sense. Okay.
0: I, yeah, I think we've gone quite a ways down this. I want to say hi to everyone in a second. But, okay, I, I guess I, I more sort of understand. Uh, Michael, I need to borrow your charitability, charitability hat plus five and get it augmented. But I, I get more what you're saying, but still, that's not the definition. So if you want to say, like, you know, we're holy and that means we're sinless or blameless in the eyes of God because of Jesus – And what he did on the cross and how, you know, God sees Jesus when he looks at us, then I can go farther down that road. But I would still say the definition of the word holy just means set apart.
3: All right. Cool. Cool. Cool, Nate. All right. Now, Nate, let's just say, now let me ask you this, Nate. Do you believe when God created Adam and Eve, do you believe that Adam was holy? Yes or no?
0: Set apart? Sure. He was the only human in existence. So, sure. If that's your meaning.
3: (laughs) set apart as the only human in existence like how, like okay cool whatever sense that yeah, I makes mean. because bro, like i don't i don't see how you could be bro, set apart bro, brother when you when you're literally the bro, ideal bro, of bro, the bro, human race or the human concept brother bro, like bro, bro, the concept bro, bro, of mankind bro, bro, but never mind. Bro,
7: bro. <laughs> brother, <laughs> First, let me let me ask you a quick question please yeah i, I, I was making you, a did, point with Nate No, no no I, I know i'm not going to ask you a question like uh where i need an answer but what i was going to ask you is this Try to refrain from asking questions. If you want to make your point on what you think, please do that, and then let's either we'll respond or we'll move on. But please make your point, because no answer we're going to give you is going to be sufficient.
3: No, well, well, well. well, I wanted to get on the same page with
0: Tommy. Hey, hang on, Tommy. I'm going to let you speak here in a second for the last thing, and then we're going to talk to Edwin and, and move on. But I, and I know this is the thing we were butting our heads against the wall, at least I was last time we talked. Yeah, it's like you know we're trying to – it feels like you're trying to slow walk us to an epiphany. Um, we don't have enough life for that. Could, could you just jump to the point? Like, and I said this last time. If we all just say, sure, a- Adam was totally holy the way you mean it, um, what's the point? Then you'll say, okay, now that we're all on the same page, this is what I really wanted to say. So could you just jump there real fast in like a minute or less and then we're just gonna move straight to Edwin So so like what's the, the big point you want everyone to, to get?
3: Okay, okay, I get well the point is a little leaven leavens the whole bunch. If you host to if you hold to this if you hold to the fact that Adam was indeed holy, that would that would that would be outside of scripture if that's the doctrine you stand on, it kind of would be outside of Scripture. The reason being it would be outside of Scripture because clearly God has the ability to, to sanctify. He does that in Genesis. Yet, if you're saying, according to your logic, that sanctification, that holiness is complete consecration to God, set apart, that would not apply for Adam and Eve, seeing the fact that sanctification happened only for the sabbath day in the, okay. In the beginning Okay
7: so the of the so so that's fine we'll we'll let that point go thank you bro um and you know you still have to reference whether it's uh post fall or uh before the fall but nevertheless though no problem i've never thought ev- i never even held to that doctrine never even knew it was a doctrine or have i ever thought about it but um
6: but nah, i appreciate like it that's,
3: brother. like that's a truth that's a a truth in a doctrine that's not really scriptural but okay
0: yeah i mean that's that's not any, any like, not doctrine, like the holiness of yeah yeah well i, I did say twice now would go straight to edward so yeah i mean we'll just let that lie i mean that's not a doctrine i've heard of like the holy sinlessness of adam or anything like that maybe it's implied somewhere but that's not something i've really thought about or whatever it is what it is You're but right? uh, edward what's up let man let me How just you close doing? this
6: out real quick Nate. Ah,
0: for it. the fourth time all right close it up okay
6: so <laughs> So when we talk about Adam and we talk about, this has been a discussion going on in Clubhouse. When we talk about Adam, we talk about um, he had posse precarie and he had posse non precarie. Okay. Now those are Latin terms that mean ability to sin and ability to not sin. So he had those two abilities as the first man. He had the ability to sin and the ability not to sin,
7: which Christ does not have.
6: Well, no, he does, but that's no, a whole no, thing. Absolutely saying. not, yes, Albie? Yes, I, Albie? Yeah. Albie? For 2,000 years of Christian history, that's been the doctrine. If you want to differ with it, great. Um, but we're going to no. have to do
7: that. Oh, I'm going to rest on uh, Sola Scriptura and Toda Scriptura. And, when John yeah. chapter five and so verse will I. 19, and, and again, and when, it's and, a and very and we,
6: long, complex debate that we so,
7: don't
0: need to get into right now. Okay,
7: that's fine. Let me just read this verse real quick. In John chapter okay, 5, wait, verse stop, 19. Up, stop, stop,
0: stop, 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 stop. Everett, what's up, Everett? Wow, we're never getting away from this. All right, Everett.
9: Hey, oh, goodness. Hey, can I, doing? Hey, I'm doing better. I just appreciate Michael. I was talking to Michael. It was helpful to talk to Michael be, uh, about some stuff and thank you thank you again Michael. Um, anyway, can I bring up a totally different topic? Yes, Is please. Okay? <laughs> All right. All right. Totally different topic. All right. Proverbs says that Solomon says it's better uh, to dwell in the in the wilderness than with a contentious woman, right? I mean, preach. Okay. Sorry, now, God. do do you think do you think the application of that if, you, if you're gonna, I know I'm not a married man, so I think there's some married men on the stage. Let's say a man lives with a contentious woman, and she's nagging him every day, right? And he tries, he's being a biblical leader, he's loving her, he's being patient, but do you think Solomon, what he's saying, that there's a place for him to separate from his wife? Because he says it's better to dwell in the wilderness. Do you think that's hyperbole? Do you think he's, what do Absolutely. you think about that? Absolutely, yeah. Uh,
0: Get, get married person. and you will get married. <laughs> okay, so my funny answer first, but probably not. Um, yeah, get married and you'll think real quick it's not hyperbole. you're bunch if you're constantly getting a bunch of flack and you're like, okay, so Solomon's painting a picture of me like going on a camping trip with, let's say a couple buddies, is that better than what I'm suffering through for not like doing the dishes the third time today? I'm like, let's go camping. Um, but if you're talking about permanently separating from, you know, your spouse or something like that, I would say, no, that's bad. That's unbiblical. Don't do that. But a weekend camping trip? Yep. Let's do that. Yeah.
7: And, and, and I would say uh, simply this, right? <clears throat> He's not referencing at all separation, Right. But I would also ask the husband that's complaining about his wife, because Proverbs chapter 18, verse 17 says the first one to plead his case always seems correct until another comes to examine him. Right. If you're sitting there blaming your wife for everything and you're coming off all good and dandy and you're being a biblical leader, I see red flags already in you because no way are you that righteous. I want to know what the hell are you doing in this relationship. Let me talk to her. Move aside.
9: Yeah. No, I'm I, I... Wait, I, I, you, I'll be, be, I'm just saying it's just a, it's just a, a hypothetical. I understand that men um, have a responsibility to be a good leader and loving, but uh, I don't know if some of the men can chime in. Merriman, men, does it guarantee that your wife will not nag you, even if you're being a loving?
6: No, wife?
3: I, I'm, I'm okay. married, bro, no. and I'm tell, and, and I'll be, I'll be. I'm gonna say this too, I'll be there's another scripture that says it's better to stand on top of, it's better to be on the roof than in the house with a with an angry woman so i'm gonna be honest though i truthfully i would not say that that scripture does not imply some type of distance or some type of separation of necessity of separation and I don't know if you married, I will be but sometimes yeah, you know, for the environment, for your mental health and for the, you know, for the sake of the kids and for the people who even, you know, company. Don't nobody want to hear that?
7: That's the worst thing. No, no, hold on. Well, well so, I wouldn't have thought so, it. So so uh nay what I would what I would highly recommend, brother, is I agree with you. Yeah.
1: I think it might be um, worthwhile. Just to say leo's the you know heathen opinion, um women don't nag, men don't nag e- people nag we all do sometimes all of us that is
0: that is pretty sage advice. I didn't think it was going to be near that deep. I mean it seems like on its i mean on its face right like it it just seems the the obvious answer is no, it's not talking about life separation uh, because, because of that or contentiousness from either anyone. Um, but on the other hand, um, you know, walking out the door, going on a hunting trip, going for a drive to get away from an immediate uncomfortable situation sounds perfectly reasonable. Um, but no, I would not say that's, that's talking about like separation for any significant amount of time.
3: Hey, hey, but I'm saying like if
0: if if. if, if. Nah, brother, uh, we can't even get on the same page about Alby. I'd rather like you know a group of people we we know and trust to be biblically sound at least um, speak on this. Um, oh, Bubby, well, thanks for your um, yes. Bubby. Um, Bubby is I a, mean, I,
7: I can I I can it. Oh, my, my only my only fear is this, right? Because uh, if you sneeze the wrong way. People look for a reason to divorce nowadays. Nagging is all subjective, by the way. Right. So. Um, I just I, I I get uncomfortable talking about divorce and what a person should do uh, in a public, unless it's something like, uh, you know, A, B and C. But in just in short, in short. Right. You have a duty. Right. To lead your house by what is called leader servitude, right? Leader servitude. So you lead your woman by serving her. If you're leading her by serving her, why would she be nagging you? And if she's nagging you, then what I would say is, it seems that you need to bring these things to your uh, church elder or accountability partner you know hopefully if you're married there's other couples that you have you know that you can keep uh uh, in account for right so uh you guys would help carry one another's burdens and not just that reflect one another in you know living out the uh of christ
0: well, let me let me put Steph on the hot seat here for a second. So, Steph, um, would you mind telling on yourself real quick? Is there ever, uh, you know, based on if um, if the hubby does everything right, um, if your hubby does everything right, is there still perhaps a time or two that um, you you couldn't find any fault in anything he did, yet you still were in maybe some sort of way and did what some could be considered nagging, even though he was like serving you and doing all the right stuff, and you're just like. Arr.
7: yeah but it wouldn't be all the time that she would be doing that
0: that's the thing Well, it doesn't have to be all the time yeah, yeah. But once well this in a while, is a we, very we...
2: human phenomenon right so the first time i noticed this about myself was with my brother my brother and i are two years apart from each other and we are you know very close now but we fought a lot as teenagers sorry so um you know there would be times that you know, my brother's not doing anything. I'm like 14, he's 12, you know, and then I just get annoyed and then I take it out on him. I don't know. That's that's like a human phenomenon. There there are times where you're just having a day and you're in a mood and and you uh, let somebody have it. And then later you're kind of like, eh, sorry. Right? Can you put we'll that, that
0: baby in silent mode? No. Can you, say, can you put the baby in silent mode?
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, the baby?
7: Hey, hey, Nate, I, I'd like to be putting a queue. Uh, In regards to maybe a question, because I noticed in the chat, right, something's being said. And this is something that I hold uh, dear to my heart. And I'm sure we can have this conversation in a civil manner. But one of the things that really gets to me is when somebody says that Christ had the ability to sin And I would really love to address that if you're willing, if not. No, I I don't think we should
6: address it because you don't you haven't read the article, you have no idea the perspective. I I, I, I don't understand the nuance. I think it's just gonna be a stupid conversation. Before yeah
7: no, hold on. Before you make an assertion, understand and know for the past twelve years I've been dealing with this argument from Unitarians and anti Trinitarians that Christ was tempted and he could have sinned. So please do not say I haven't studied it. Because you Uh, haven't, because what you would have said is that you would have finished the sentence and you would have said that Christ has the ability to sin
6: and not to sin. The fact that you did not include the fact that Jesus had the ability not to sin means you don't understand.
0: Oh, I can't find the Oh, I can't even say you see what people do to me. So I would say, Albie, since Chris had a request about some article you, quote, haven't read, I mean, assuming it's not a huge one, could you brush up on that real fast while we talk to Edwin? Because <laughs> I think he had a question somewhere in there. Let's see if he got answered. Oh, and just we'll right finish way. up with Edwin oh, can you send that while to maybe – hang on. We'll finish up with Edwin while maybe you can yeah, – I'll, really I'll be really quick. I'll be really quick. No, you don't need to be really quick. This is gonna, This is going to wreck the rest of our day. So you take all the time you need, Ed.
9: But, no, um, no, yeah, so we'll I, finish I, I up with Edwin. Hang on.
0: on. Sorry. I'm sorry.
9: I'm sorry.
0: So, Chris, if you could resend that to Albie, we will talk to Edwin. If it's really quick, I'll fill in the gap. Uh, we'll talk to Michael for a while. And whenever you've read or perused the article, I've got maybe, like, 15 minutes to deal with this. I have a feeling everyone's going to have to get mute and kicked, though, in, like, five seconds. Because um, you guys are, are really testy over this topic. But I'm interested in it. I'm interested to hear the, the dialogue. So if we can do that, let's do that. So, Chris, if you would forward that to Albie again, and then he won't be, quote, stupid or, or whatever that was. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and then, he, well, he, well, OK, he, so, Edwin, yeah, he, did you, uh, you, you get any answer?
9: No, I just want to say, do you think it's better to dwell in the wilderness than a contentious clubhouse room? What do you think? Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Little Abby I'm done.
0: Wait, what about the actual question you asked though? Did,
9: did that answer? No, no. I, 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 no I, pre- I appreciated the feedback on that. I, I, um, yeah, I am I have to say I'm interested in the, 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 the point of disagreement between Albie and Chris, but, uh, but anyway. I am too. And, that, and they, I
0: really want them to be able to like take an ice bath or something first. Cause I mean, I'm sure I'm not the only one that's interested. I mean, you're interested too. So I mean, we're not the only ones. We would like to hear this. Um, like personally, I know, like, gosh, I'm too easy on this stuff because I know there's like theological ramifications, but on its face, I'm like, I don't care, right? And it's like, well, why can't God lie? Because God doesn't have the power to lie or because God won't lie because God chooses not to lie. It's one of those, in my mind, it's like one of those things. It's like either or, um, but the end result is God does not lie. So it's like, does Jesus sin because he is powerless to sin or because he legit chooses not to sin? Um, so in my mind, it's kind of like a hand wave. I'm like, I don't care because the end result is he won't sin. But these two care very greatly. So I would love to hear this dialogue if you guys can keep it together. And I did finish uh, reading it. it all was,
7: right. It was literally like two two paragraphs.
0: Oh. With I one left. scripture. Huh. Does Father Chris feel like I chastised him too much? Did that sound bad? I thought that was pretty amiable. Okay, well, Albie, I guess if you want to give a rundown on your side, maybe Chris uh, will come back or not. But I guess we'll hear what you have to say.
5: Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll dialogue with Albie. Oh, my goodness. I'm Bob. He'll love this. Well, hang on real
0: fast. Um, Albie, you know enough of Chris, uh, Chris's position. Um, c- can you just recap what you would be responding to, and then uh, Unibob can whatever. But So is your saying, yeah. Christy, does not have the ability to sin. And Chris was saying that he does somehow have the ability to sin.
7: Is he that... has the ability to sin as long as, uh, he doesn't, uh, he has the ability to sin if he desired to, but if he didn't okay. desire to, he could not sin.
0: Okay. So your position is he cannot sin, even if he did desire to, and I guess you can, I, and, and he and that. it's, it's
7: impossible for him to actually desire, uh, to want us in, it's impossible
0: right okay, and i guess make your
7: case yeah so so in short right what one thing and i've told the unitarian anti-trinitarians this for years and years and years but nevertheless they'll look for any reason to try to demote christ in his position right oh he was tempted okay we need to discern the difference between an external temptation and an internal temptation an external temptation would be as if, and I uh, gave this uh, example yesterday, and I, I, I brought this up actually on purpose because I, I spoke to John Lee uh, uh, yesterday uh, in regards, you know, to this topic, right? We uh, just kind of brushed up on it. I, I heard about it, which is why I kind of brought it up because I wanted to talk to Chris. And I've known Chris for a long while now where these things will not separate us. Even if he disagrees with me, he's still my beloved brother. I just won't talk to him for a couple hours. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, anyway, take a
0: trip to the wilderness. <laughs> <laughs>
7: yeah. So uh, an external temptation would look like this. If a homosexual hits on me, right? Well, he's tempting me, right? By doing what? By hitting on me. So I'm realizing that. However, nothing internally would want to desire or uh, want to act on that. Absolutely nothing. Right. So at best, it's only an external, external uh, temptation. Now you bring a beautiful woman before me. Right. Uh, And we, and, you know, I don't have to say like, you know, the rest, but you know what I mean? I would be, be, I I, I, would, it would be easier. it, It would be easier for me to then consider and desire Temptation, and in hope I find need. So, in hope that I find grace, so I can escape. Right? Wait, so
6: but I'll, I'll be. But what if it was a
7: male shampoo model? A male <laughs> shampoo model <at> like <laughs> that. That we were looking at. What about then? Uh, we gotta find out what that room was about. And that was in Nate's room too. Wait. Uh, what? <laughs> we'll say. We'll, we'll play it. Pretty. with your point. All right, so. So what we have, uh, you know, throughout the scriptures, right, we see that uh, not just Christ was being tempted, but God was being tempted in the wilderness, as we saw. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull up a few scriptures over here. Uh, l- l- let me pull up this uh, first one. And, and this is going to be in Psalm 78, verse uh, 40 or 41, I forget. I think it's 41. Give me a second. <clears throat> Psalm 78. 40 and 41 41 says yes again and again they tempted god and limited the holy one of israel notice this is in the wilderness now they didn't tempt him in order to test them but nevertheless though it's still the same hebrew word that christ uses for the serpent when he says um you shall not tempt the lord your god and my exegesis of that passage is that Christ is identifying himself as the Lord God in which Satan should not be tempting. Um, But to take it a step further, we see that the Holy spirit is being tempted where in, uh, acts chapter five, verse nine, I believe, right? Acts chapter five, verse nine, or acts chapter five, verse 10. We see in Job chapter one and Job chapter two, Job chapter one and Job chapter two in God's heavenly throne room, here is Satan, right, inciting uh, God against uh, against Job, right? In Hebrews 3, 8, 9, it says, when your fathers tempted me, and this is the Holy Spirit speaking here in regards to Psalm 95, uh, 7 through 11. So again, external Internal. I'm not going to get uh, too deep on it, but I'm willing to take uh, questions. But here's a passage that we need to really take to heart. John chapter 5, verse 19 says this Then Jesus answered and said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, the Son can do nothing, nothing of Himself, but what He sees the Father do for whatever He does the son also does in like manner so if the father can sin then the son can sin right but the father can't sin that's hebrews chapter 6 13 to 18
8: right uh read that well, albie read that uh
6: verse
8: you
7: just right. i just no no i don't i don't need to get there okay, um right. yeah but
6: uh and albie i'd like to ask you a question when
4: you
7: Oh I, no, absolutely. Why don't you go why, why don't you do and then I'll, I'll, so, I'll get so you, did, and and I'll sh- I'll show you guys how Christ was tempted and what kind of temptations besides the wilderness that he endured. But go ahead, brother.
6: Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. So, um when we say tempted, does that mean that when Satan was tempting him, he had a second where he considered it? Did he like no. consider it for a second? No. Okay. Yeah, so, so <laughs> compare that to the garden, right? Because it seemed like certainly he had deeper levels of contemplation
7: yeah, so yeah, exactly. So what you have with uh Christ is simply an external external temptation. What do I mean by that? Well, again, uh I can sit there uh I can sit there Raul and if I offer you an onion for you to eat, you're not going to be tempted to eat that onion. Right. It's just going to be I'm going to be tempting you with it, but it's just going to be an external temptation. Nothing in you will do it. Now, the reason why that is right, is simply because of. uh, He was not made in the image of Adam, which means sin that lies dormant in all humanity that we that we receive from our father, Adam, since we were made in Adam's image, Genesis five, verse three. Paul speaks about this sin, just like cancer cells. We all have cancer cells, but they uh, they uh, lie dormant in our system until one day they come alive. And by the grace of God, may you preserve all your lives. So in Romans chapter uh, 7, 7 through 11, look at what Paul says. What should we say then? Is the law of sin? Certainly not. On the contrary, I would not have known sin except through the law, for I would not have known covetousness unless the law had said, you shall not covet, but sin, taking an opportunity by the commandment produced in me all manner of evil desire. For apart from the law, sin was dead. Meaning, and look what he says, I was once alive without the law. What does he mean? Well, in his state of innocence, right? When he was a child, until he gets to the uh, the age of understanding, every person is different. But when the commandment came, sin revived and I died. And the commandment, which was to bring life, I found to bring death for sin, taking occasion by the commandment, deceived me and by it killed me. Therefore, the law is holy and the commandment holy and just and good. Right? So... And then Paul goes on to talk about the inner man as far as Christ goes look at what Christ says in John chapter uh, <clears throat> 14 verse 30 he says this I will no longer talk to you uh, I will no longer talk much with you for the ruler of this world is coming and he has nothing in me right absolutely nothing in him now we know nobody's saying that he has sinned in any way. But for anyone to say that he can act or desire one moment to act apart from the Father's will in sin, that would be uh, sinning, right? And we're not talking about—let uh, me give another example of this. Let me show you guys John chapter 8. This is important. Let me show you how he was tempted here in John 8 verse 1 says, but Jesus went to the Mount of Olives now early in the morning. He came again into the temple and all the people came to him and he sat down and taught them. Then the scribes and the Pharisees brought to him a woman caught in adultery. And when they had set her in the midst, they said to him, teacher, this woman was caught in adultery in the very act. Now. Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned. But what do you say? This they said, tempting him. Tempting him. Testing him. That they might have something of which to accuse him. You see, there's a temptation right there. But this is an external temptation. Let's see what he does. Because notice, the woman was caught in adultery in the very act. So Jesus stooped down, right? And he wrote, sorry, uh, but Jesus stooped down and wrote on the ground with his finger as though he did not hear. So when they continued asking him, he raised himself up and said to them, he who is without sin among you, let him throw a stone at her first. And again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground, Then those who heard it being convicted by their conscience went out one by one, beginning with the oldest, even to the last. And Jesus was left alone and the woman standing in the midst. And when Jesus had raised himself up and saw no one but the woman, he said to her, woman, where are those accusers of yours? Has no one condemned you? She said, no one, Lord. And Jesus said to her, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. Now, a quick question. Why did everybody drop their stones when he said, he who is without sin, let them drop, uh, cast the first stone? What happened there?
0: They recognized they were not without sin.
7: Well, they recognized that they were in violation of the law of Leviticus chapter 20, verse 10, where the law says you are to bring the, uh, the adulterer and the adulteress. So seeing that she was caught in the act, that means the male was there too, but they only brought the woman, so they were in violation of the law. Now Christ stooped down and wrote in the ground with the finger, right? In order to show and signify, look at them trying to tempt me and test me, but yet don't they realize that in Exodus 31, verse 18, where it says, when he had finished speaking with him upon Mount Sinai, he gave Moses the two tablets of testimony, tablets of stone written by the finger of God. And again, in Deuteronomy nine ten, I am the law giver, and here are these people trying to tempt me with my own law. Which is why, throughout the Gospel of John, he's always saying, "In your law, it is written." In your law, so that's that's another example of a uh, temptation that he uh, went at and, and endured. Any questions thus far?
0: Well, that is interesting. Uh, yeah, and if anyone else, by the way, wants to get in you go ahead raise your hand ask your question we'll get to it but uh yeah i guess you know bob um you're probably the strongest one to disagree with him so the part of chris will now be played by bob so yeah what do you got for albie tell him all the ways uh, he's wrong
7: and john eight and, and really quick while well, i was in john eight sorry verse 29 it says and he who sent me is with me the father has not left me alone for i always do those things that please him Always.
0: All right, Bob. Wow. Bob. Bob.
5: All right. be is a bit confused, as is some others, because Another Jesus, one. Jesus was perfectly capable of sinning. Ch- chapter. He was tempted. You. If you can be tempted, you're capable of it. I mean, okay. So please. is God. Okay.
7: So, 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 so you do realize that when, when Christ, so I want to be, I want to make something real clear. So in John wait, chapter, wait in John, let be fair.
0: Bob did not get to speak very long at all.
7: Oh, okay. I apologize. <laughs> wow. I apologize. I mean,
0: I don't have a lot of patience for Bob, but I mean a little bit more. No,
7: time. no, you're absolutely right, Nate, and I apologize to you, Bob.
5: Albie, you know that uh, I don't believe Christ yeah, so, is no, I'm Jesus. Kidding, I'm kidding. Do you, you understand? I don't believe Christ is Jesus.
7: We all know that. Excellent argumentation. Is it my turn? Go
5: on.
0: What? The... I don't know. Bob, do you uh, you're going to you put us to sleep by to... the time
5: you're done. Do you what? know who Jesus? Do you know who Jesus is, Albie? <laughs>
0: Oh boy, I think I may be ready for next top. Wait, wait. I'll be wait. Okay. If he say, if he say Christ so, say you this?
7: All right. What? So yeah. So in yeah, John So Albie,
0: I think you laid out your case pretty good and um there's no real contenders against that. So Wait, we'll can I can I can I lay, can out,
6: I, can I lay out can I lay out a simpler and, case?
7: And, 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 and yeah, in one second. I just want to say uh, one other thing. In John chapter 14 the
0: right, right now.
7: Verse 7 it says if you, if you had known me, you would have known my father also. And from now on, you know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the father and it is sufficient for us. Jesus said to him, have I been with you so long? And yet you have not known me, Philip. He who has seen me has seen the father. So how can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority. But the Father who dwells in me does the works. So if you could have sinned, surely that would be also uh, on the Father. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me. Or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. Go ahead, Brother Bubs.
8: Hey, hold on real quick. I want to just read one before I lose my No, time. but that's incorrect, Freedom. The way okay, you read go ahead, it. Go ahead. No, I'm just playing. Oh. I'm playing. Oh, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> anyway, this is it. Watch. This is why Jesus cannot sin. Okay. It says in James 1, 14, it says, Temptation comes from our own desires, which entice us and drag us away. The desire that Jesus has in his heart is to please the Father always. There's nothing in him that desires anything that's unholy or evil.
7: Exactly. And 1 Corinthians 10, verse 8 says, Nor let us commit sexual immorality, as some of them did. And in one day 23,000 fell. Nor let us tempt Christ, as some of them also tempted and were destroyed by the serpents. That means Numbers chapter 21, right? Uh, 6 through 12, when he sent the serpents and they built a bronze serpent. So notice, tempt Christ. God was tempted over and over again, but yet all externally.
3: Okay, so here's my simple
1: way of putting it. It's a really simple syllogism. It's not that hard to memorize. It's literally just premise one. Jesus is God. Premise two, God does not act outside of his nature. Premise three, God's nature is good. Conclusion, Jesus cannot do evil. Actually, let's add a fourth
7: premise. Premise four, sin is evil. Conclusion, Jesus cannot commit sin
1: because sin is evil. Evil is outside of good and good is God's nature. And God cannot act outside of what his nature is without that being contradictory towards him. So it's that
7: simple. Philosophically, by necessity, he can't say.
6: Yeah, yeah. except we're, we're not really taking into consideration the hypostatic union. But that's okay. Again, right. yeah, we are. there's some reading to do on the argument. Albie, literally everything you said was totally correct, and none of it had to do with my argument in any way, shape, or form.
7: All right. Well, I, I I barely saw you in the room for my argumentation, but hey, I still love you. I mean, <laughs> oh, I've I heard it.
0: Mute. I was saying, welcome back, Chris. As we're trying to leave this topic. Uh, Repeat. <laughs> yeah. What's up, yeah. Redi?
7: <clears throat> hey, and, and Chris, I, w- I want to just quickly Rudy, tell you, something. brother. Rudy, you, even
0: Rudy, if we Rudy, even Rudy, if we disagree Rudy. on something on, like hang on, this. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Wait,
7: wait. Hey guys. What
0: am I? Am I not being heard? Hang on. I mean, you know, back channel the guy. I get it. We want to be. Oh, I, right I apologize. I want to move
7: yeah.
0: on. Yeah. Redi, what's up?
4: How are you guys doing?
0: Uh, thank you for
4: uh, allowing me to speak. <laughs> I just had—I uh, was just listening to the conversation. It's really nice conversation, and um, uh, it seems like there is there has been no proper argument or proper cross examination of Alby about his views. Uh, so I just want to ask Alby one question, really, um, uh, regarding his view that Christ can cannot sin um so the argument seems to the force of his argument seems that seems to be about the fact that jesus is god or has god the father within him
7: and god the father in him are Uh, that that was my argument but uh,
4: well i I didn't say that was your argument At, at least the force of your argument was that um so if he is god and um, especially you, you, you quoted a lot of John verses, and in those verses, Jesus clearly um, is speaking in terms of the fact that he is divine. Um, and it seems like the logic, uh, the logic of your argument is that uh, his divine nature or the fact that he's divine and the fact that he always wants to do his father's will will not allow him to actually sin. At least that was the force of the argument that that I heard um so the question I have for you would be what about um the ancient point the the like the ancient Christian point of view that Jesus is also fully human and if fully human why like if full human if humans have the ability to sin, why can't Jesus have the ability to sin especially if we believe that jesus is fully human
7: yeah so i i I did i did i did answer that question so uh but let me answer maybe you came in a little late so unlike the rest of humanity would you agree that the nature that christ received had no sin in it meaning we all have sin lying dormant in us for we're made in the image of adam genesis 5 3
5: i'll be I know, the, hold quit. on. I Bob. would
7: just I would actually disagree
1: with that. On because, what? On this
4: chapter and verse. Okay. Let me. Let me. Let me. I, I mean, I. I can't put a chapter and verse on it because there is no chapter. Me,
7: because there is no. Hold on one second. But there on. is
4: also no chapter on the fact that it says that he did not have sin nature.
7: Now uh yeah you yeah, know actually, that yes actually hold on one second actually it did well, hang on because... hang on this
0: is bothering me a little bit wait wait, wait hang on we, we got to give a little people talk like i know I, i'm the same way i love to interrupt but i mean i somehow find it within me to listen to unbearable stuff trying to remember what to respond to but i mean let's not keep cut people off so darn quick yeah
7: Nate, um, you're right if we can yeah you're right i apologize right right
0: uh, oh no
4: worries um so i i, I I, I I can um I can give like I can give you the fact that okay so I, I cannot pinpoint a chapter and verse that says that you know um uh he, he could sin okay but I can also definitely tell you that uh, there's no chapter or verse that says that he did not have a sin nature like because the, by, by the way sin nature is actually an NIV translation there is nothing in the bible that says sin nature it actually the original says flesh so we know he has flesh he, he i mean at, at least if you believe that jesus was fully human then he had flesh right so there's i i don't know please pinpoint can you give me a verse or a chapter that says yes. that he did not have a sin nature or yes. the proper translation Who's, whose
7: image whose image was he made in
4: um Okay, I, I don't know. I don't have an answer to that question.
7: Okay, so number one, he's the image of the invisible father, uh, the father, right? Or the, I'm sorry, the invisible God. So he didn't come in Adam's image. Image is a reflection of God's moral nature and character. When Adam sinned, that nature, that's, uh image became corrupted, Right. So then we see that the sons of Adam are now created in his image, in his likeness, according to Genesis five three. Christ was not created in the image of Adam, but rather in the image of God. And that's why he came as a man to restore us back into that image that has been uh, destroyed and corrupted. That image is a perfect uh, image, which is why he is the good shepherd. Which is why when the young rich ruler said, uh, you know, uh, what commandments do I have to keep to keep uh, eternal life? And he says, why do you call me good? No one is good but God. Then he goes on to identify himself as good since uh, in Mark 10, 18 uh, to 12, showing that he was perfect in all his ways, in all his ways. Okay, so let me try
4: to answer the, your question. Then I did not really understand what the question in terms of. When you said in what image, but okay, now that you know I, what image the means that you gave to your own question, can I answer? Let me try to answer your uh, your yeah, question. Yeah, sure. Um, so, I would actually argue that all humans are made in the image of God because that is what Genesis says right? In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. That's what it, Genesis 1 says, right? So, every human is actually created in the image of God, just as Jesus is, One, the, my first um, uh, point. Second, Adam, who Genesis 1 says, is was made in the image of God, sinned. This is before he actually got the sin nature, as some teach, right? So, the ability to sin was with within him, even before he the, the nature of sin was w- within him. It, 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 I, I hope you're trying to get um, getting my point. The, yeah, no, he was created he, as a free moral fall, agent. He was perfect. Before the fall, he was perfect. He was a perfect being. Right, and he, he was created as
7: a free mor- He's a free moral agent exactly
4: so why wouldn't jesus be also a free moral agent when he was a human being just like adam was before the fall
7: because he came to live a life as our federal head as god has always intended man to live on behalf of humanity to worship god the way he deserves to love god serve god the way he deserves and do it on behalf of all humanity now for some reason you quoted genesis chapter one verse 26 when i told you specifically He was originally made in the image of God, Adam. But then when he sinned, he received his own image and his children received his image. That's why Genesis 5 verse 3 says, And Adam lived 130 years and begot a son in his own likeness after his image and named him Seth. Now, what this is, what man has in him, right, which is... Corrupted is that sin nature when we come to the understanding of good and evil We all choose evil because sin revives in us and produces in us all manners of uh, Death so now so now so now again The human nature is subject to the divine nature Christ is not speaking from both uh, uh, Sides of his mouth it was the person of Christ, right, that was indwelled and received two natures. Natures do not speak. Persons do, just to be clear. So, that being said, I'm going to ask you to please exegete the following scripture. In John chapter 5, verse 19. Then Jesus answered and said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, the Son of can do nothing of himself but what he sees the Father do. For whatever he does, the Son also does in like manner. Whether humanity, whether divine, that's not the point. The point is, he came as our federal head representing humanity on earth, the Father in heaven being the fountainhead representing the Godhead. Christ came to serve God and live a life as God has always intended man to live. And he did so perfectly and without sin in perfect submission to the will of God. So when it says, most assuredly, I say to you, the son can do nothing of himself, but what he sees the father do for whatever, uh, whatever the father does, the son also does in like manner. Even John 530 says, I can of myself do nothing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is righteous, because I do not seek my own will, but the will of the Father who sent me. So seeing that Christ actually came to cleanse the inner man, not the outer man, the inner man, and he spoke on heart issues, it would make perfect sense for him never to have any kind of desire or inclination to act contrary to the will of God. So okay. please uh, answer these following okay. questions. Okay. And if you can't answer them, I, I I don't know what else to tell you. Okay, I'll be it. Thank you.
4: So you mentioned a lot of things. So I'm, I'm going to start from Adam first. Uh, I don't think there is any actual verse that says that after Adam sinned, um, human beings um, stopped having being made in the image of God. Genesis um, five the, the three stop. Yeah, so the
7: first so first so I don't have, have to interrupt you. Nate doesn't I'm have to yell like, at me.
4: Because I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna address that right. Because that verse uh is in no way trying to counteract or uh Genesis one verse twenty six. It, I mean, obviously Seth was made in the image of his father too. I mean, I am the image of my father, right? I mean, the fact that it's chapter tested, and verse
7: where it says anything like that in the Bible, only in that
5: place. No, I'll be. I'll be. I'll be. You, 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 I ain't got no Nate, chapter Nate, and verse. Nate, lo, I Nate, mean,
7: Nate, let me tell you something. I'm, I'm sorry, Nate, and, and I'll be quiet after this. But I, this is the problem that I, I see. Right. And it's not just with Red Diet. It's people that have not, never studied this doctrine. And notice what he's speaking as though he has studied this. Well, I have my father's. image. no, no, that's not what I'm saying. Only in Genesis 5, 3, it says that we're made in the image of Adam. This is why the son had to come to restore that image. And the spirit is sanctifying us and conforming us to the image of the son. Romans 8, 28 to 30. First Corinthians chapter 15, 44 to 49. Uh, Second Corinthians chapter three, verse 17 and 18. I've done the due diligence i'm telling you please do not speak just to speak and argue but do your homework and study and bring the arguments
0: okay well so I mean, me, to be me... fair <laughs> hey hang on I'm gonna, I'm gonna take my leave here in a second and, and okay. i don't know should i shut it down or someone want to keep it going but i mean to be fair everyone's gonna say you know the other person hasn't studied if they don't come to the same conclusion chris said you haven't studied you say this guy hasn't studied and so it goes so um whether or not who is right or who is more right it doesn't seem like anyone's going to agree this side of eternity um and i'm just reminded i mean there's no i mean i've let this go on forever because no one else seems to have any other questions and no one else wants to speak about a different topic I do. so i mean at some point it's it's engaging I do. I do. well I do. okay bless your heart okay hang on um <laughs> well you didn't say that 20 minutes ago and if it's about how the trinity is bad then you know i'd rather listen to this but um anyway so all i think about alba you'll know the verse better than I do. But it is is the different parts where like people are quarreling in the Bible, and um, you know we talked about this yesterday because it comes up a lot. But how um you know he's like, look, warn them before God, like stop quarreling about this, stop quarreling about that, like you know genealogies, like all this useful stuff, like it's a cancer and ruins all who uh, lives. Titus is three nine. So yeah. yeah, so I'm wondering, like that just keeps like pounding in my head. I'm like, I don't know. At the point when people discuss it like civilly and normally, then people start like you know calling each other names and like you're ignorant, you're stupid, you don't know what you're talking about i'm like i don't know is this like biblical cancer um anyway no, but, that's my thoughts on no, it but, but uh, the I, last I, I thing i I'll
7: says...
0: me, no no i'm not talking about you i'm, t- I'm, I'm well I'm, whoever i'm calling yeah <laughs> but I, uh, yeah no no, no. I, i'm just talking like I, I mean i have a picture of chris in my head when i was thinking that but anyways <laughs> um but that's what i mean so anyways i yeah everyone's gonna call everyone else unstudied on this topic or whatever who disagrees with them and I guess that's fine. I think everyone's heard a reasonable side from both. I mean, Bubby's yeah. was succinct and quick, but, um, yeah, I'm going to run out <laughs> to the woods now. <laughs> so,
7: Nate, um, Nate, before you go though, I, 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 allow, me to just, you. allow me to say this. So when I, when I say that it's because of not because he's not a studied man, I'm sure he is a studied man. There's no, uh, there's no doubt about it. Right. But when he makes a point like, well, I'm made in my, in the image of my father. Well, no, that's that's not at all what the bible teaches and i know this because i've looked into it that's why i made the argument of genesis 5 3 that were made now in the image of adam and the rest of his offspring have okay. received okay. have received his nature in which they're able to sin
4: okay so Albie, let me let me just uh uh go back again to adam um I always um, it always fascinates me when people say that um, you know uh, we humans sin because we have a sin nature, but Adam did not have a sin nature and he still sinned. So, having a sin nature is not what causes people to sin. Uh, That that, that is a fact. Because Paul says you're wrong. Well, Adam did not have a sin nature and he still sinned.
7: Yeah, Adam's not the norm. Paul says you're incorrect in Romans chapter seven, seven through eleven.
4: Okay, but that that is a secondary force. That's a secondary force. The primary force for sin is not sin nature. Because Adam sinned before he had the sin nature.
7: Yeah, so what Adam Adam, had as a free moral agent was a simple test of love, a test of obedience, and he failed at that. So the primary
4: force for sin is not sin nature. The primary force for sin is the ability to sin. It is the freedom that God has given us. Because Adam had the freedom to sin, and he sinned. So it, is, it is not sin nature that makes people sin. It is the and why nature.
7: and why was that? Okay. I mean again, you can so what I'm because trying the test is, of the uh, tree of the yeah, knowledge so, of good okay. and evil was there, and that was the okay. test of love. How do we demonstrate our love for God through our obedience, right exactly. to exactly. His law? He so, failed that test and he sinned. Yes, right. Exactly. So okay, in, the a, restoration of all, in the restoration of all creation, when we receive a new body that's morally incorruptible, physically indestructible, in the new heavens and new earth, when death is swallowed up, are you saying that we can sin or we I will have the ability to sin? I,
4: I, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Yeah, <laughs> Again, I mean, what, what happens in of heaven? Of course you don't. I don't know. How would I know? How would so I know? Does, why... does the Bible say that we cannot sin? There is nothing that says we can or cannot sin about heaven. In, so, of course, we can't sin, sin. All I know is that in the restoration of all sin.
7: creation, it's even, impossible. But
4: all I know, Albie is that
7: even angels sin,
4: even Satan sin. I'm sinned. not talking so,
7: about angels who are made. But again, what I'm, I'm, I'm trying not talking to, you know, about that I'm talking about at the restoration of all creation. But you asked
4: a question about
7: during restoration, can we sin? And I said I don't know. All I the know answer is, is no. Well, where, where does it say that? it says that in revelation 21 and 22 that uh death is swallowed up and Mm -hmm. there will no longer be any Mm -hmm. uh lawlessness that dwells uh in you know in